0: hello beautiful people welcome back to the third episode of the divine power podcast i am so so happy to be recording right now it is currently 11:25 p.m and i don't know where i got this energy from but uh you know your girl was like you know, I should record a podcast right now, and I'm totally going to do that, because let me explain. So in my last episode, I talked about me apprenticing at this farm in New Bronzeville's, or it's in between San Marcos and New Braunfels, Texas, but anyway, um, there's a lot of dogs, and a lot of noise, and a lot of goats, and a lot of horses, and I can tell you right now, ...that if I tried to record a podcast there, it would pick up all the background noise and I would get frustrated. So the reason that I actually have a quiet room right now is because I'm at a hotel. So I decided on the weekend that I would take a bus ride from San Marcos all the way to San Antonio... Not knowing that it was freaking <laughs> March Madness. So I'm here on one of the most busiest weekends. It's at full capacity. Like, it's, it's bad. I mean, of course I'm wearing my mask, but some people aren't. And it's a little frustrating, but you know, to each their own anyway. So I'm in a hotel room, and it's actually really quiet. And it's nice to actually have a well-functioning shower because ranch life is a whole other level of minimal and different and you know you really appreciate the little things while you're there like (laughs) when I got here and I saw coffee and restaurants I was like yes don't get me wrong I love the organic food that's made at the house and I love I don't know I love that she's able to cook and I'm able to cook and I cook anyway at my house down in Florida but I just missed civilization. Like when I saw the buildings and stuff, I was like, oh my God, yes, people. I've literally been with only two people for the past week and it hasn't been hell, but I will say the first day I cried. (laughs) I literally cried. and was like, I want to go home. I called my boyfriend. I called my mom. I called my dad. I ended up texting like two or three of my friends just like basically having a panic attack because I was this is my first time alone like truly truly alone without any family members and it was a very very shocking experience but um I'm happy it happened in the moment I was really disassociated and didn't know what the hell to do but um uh, It was worth it because I'm having major realizations and that's one of the main reasons that I wanted to record a podcast today was because of everything that I am realizing and hoping that people resonate and so I don't have a set plan and I know I said this in my last episode but in the beginning I was really trying to coordinate like everything that I wanted to talk about on paper and every time that I do that I stumble over my words so much and I don't know if it's like a sense of pressure to perform because I am not a performer at all but I just it never felt real to me and like now at this point I'm getting more and more comfortable I hope you don't hear my I'm sitting on like a really squeaky chair so and the this microphone picks up so all like all the extra audio I, I don't know why like i have acrylic nails and when i was playing with the audio my nails hit each other and it picked that up so i apologize in advance i'm going to try my best to sit really still in this chair um and not move at all but what was i talking about again oh yeah i'm getting more comfortable with the podcast which is awesome and i'm already losing my train of thought but I don't know exactly what I want to talk about today like if I want to have like a main topic but the cool thing about this podcast is that it's starting to feel more like I'm talking to friends and that I'm having a conversation with people who need help and are able to also help me. It sounds kind of funny but it's like when people resonate like I can feel it and it's not like a like a light bulb moment or whatever, but it's like an energy exchange, and it's really dope. So, uh, yeah, currently I'm in San Antonio. It is gorgeous here. If you haven't been to San Antonio, I really recommend doing the river walk. It's really hard to explain, but um, there's a huge river, like canal-ish thing, in between the city, and it's like downstairs... And you walk all along it, and there's restaurants, and there's little, like, pontoon boats that go in between and do tours. It's it's dope as hell. And then there's the Alamo, which is also super cool, but it, I think some of it's under construction, but it's packed as hell. Like, <laughs> I did not—I am not a city person. I am a suburb person, so walking across the streets and stuff, that was a bit of a hassle. Let's just say I got yelled at by a police officer for not paying attention, <laughs> i i was like in my head at the moment i just i wasn't paying attention i don't want to get into that but so the first week on the farm it still is my first week so i'm going back tomorrow night and i'm going to spend another week or so there i decided i want to go home early because if i not if i when i do join the air force like I was like, well, why am I not spending time with my family? I need to be spending time with my family. Why am I fucking alone traveling? I feel like such an adult getting my own hotel room and getting my own bus ride and living alone. Like I don't know. It's it's so weird being an adult. It's, it's so weird. I'm technically still a teenager because I'm 18, but I'm legally, quote-unquote, legally an adult. So my first day or two, I literally cried nonstop and was like I want to go home I want to go home and I still do want to go home but it's more of a place of wanting to be with my family rather than missing comfort so when I first came to Texas I was in Houston and that's where I was born and that's where pretty much if not all my dad's family lives and I was still with family, even though I wasn't with my parents and I wasn't with my siblings. I was still with people that I've known my whole life, so it was really comfortable. And so when I got to New Bronzeville, I was alone with the owner and the other person who, let's, I won't go into too much detail, but the other person who owns the property with her, and he lives in the trailer next to the house. And these people are like brand new. And there's 20 dogs on the property and probably over 25 horses. And God knows how many goats. Holy shit. There is so many. I've never seen so many goats in my life. And there's three um, pigs. And what else is there? I think that's it. I think the reason she says she doesn't have cats is because there's too many dogs. Which makes a lot of sense. But basically, I was around people I didn't know, and it was genuinely, like, shocking on my body and shocking on my uh, well-being. And I didn't know how to take it, and I got really emotional about it, and I was, like, about to call my dad to come pick me up, but I know he wouldn't because my dad is the type of person to force me to stick something out so that I can learn because that's literally what he made me do he was like you're gonna stick it out like at least give it two weeks and I was like okay and as the days progressed like I was having more and more realizations and actually getting to know myself more because I was alone pretty much majority of the time yeah the owners were there but it was very little conversation exchanges like it was only really when we would have breakfast lunch and dinner that we would talk and sometimes when we were feeding the animals but uh other than that I was by myself and I'm also allowed to go on runs which is really nice I've been going on long runs while I'm there preparing myself for cardio in the air force but anyways um so I I, I had a lot of time to myself and uh <laughs> let's just say big brain thoughts came in big brain <laughs> i don't know where this energy came from it's literally 11:34 p.m. and i have to be up at like 7:30 in the morning um but i i basically my ego yeah my ego it uh it tried to really make me feel like i was experiencing more pain and more sadness than anybody else in the whole world and I know I knew that wasn't true like I genuinely knew that wasn't true but in the moment that's how my ego made me feel my ego was like oh boohoo uh, poor me I'm not with family I'm not in the comfort of my own bed and the comfort of my own home the comfort of my own bathroom and I can't control what I eat and yada 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 you get the point point. and so My higher self, basically, after quite some time, took a step back and said, you know, you need to be grateful. Like, you're living for free on a farm with all these cool-ass animals. You love animals. You've been working with animals forever. And uh, you've got a nice, comfy bed. You've got all organic meals being prepared for you you've got really nice owners who are really lenient and slowly letting you settle in and not forcing work on you. You've got, what else you got? You've got the opportunity to exercise and you've got the opportunity to get to know yourself and make new relationships. And the more that I focused on the optimism and the positivity within my experience, the more it felt like the sun was shining again. And I mean, the weather, not only was the weather beautiful anyway, but when I was sad, I couldn't see it. It's like that in general. I think with anything in life, if you truly focus on what you're grateful for, it's hard to see the negative. And I understand if you're genuinely going through a hard time, whether that's a death or whether that's a loss of a relationship um, uh, loss of a job or whatever it may be if you are going through something that is it seems like a dark tunnel I understand it's hard to focus on the the things that you're grateful for and uh hold on I need to take a breath because <laughs> I'm feeling I'm feeling anxious like it's I think anxiety is something that I just deal with on a day-to-day basis and ever since I've gotten sober uh, i genuinely am more aware of it but uh let's get back into it so notice if you're a complainer if you live your life constantly like oh, it's raining or uh my the car i drive isn't the nicest car or uh i have to eat this for lunch or uh uh i don't know i can't go to this party tonight or uh i don't have the newest shoes or the newest shirt or the newest pants or I don't have more money than this person or I don't have that job. Trust me, I used to live in a very similar mindset. And uh, living like that, it's not fun. And it's not to say that you can't try to improve yourself every day. I mean, we definitely should be. It's more or less focusing on the positive in your life right now. I can one hundred percent guarantee that if you are listening to this podcast right now, you have it better than a lot of people out there. Um, I'm not invalidating your experiences because to each their own, we all go through our own bullshit. That's just life. Um, my stomach just crumbled. Let's pray to God the audio did not pick that up. <laughs> but we all go through our own bullshit. Um I was blessed with amazing parents, but some people are not. Um, I was blessed with jobs since I was young, but some people are not. But I've also had really poor experiences with body image and uh, food and health, and some people don't. Some people just live and eat, and they don't think twice about it, you know? So to each their own. Some people deal with death. I fortunately have not had to deal with that. Um, I know it's bound to come at some point, but some people deal with death in the family really young and it causes them to have to mature quickly. So. Same for me. I had to mature quickly because, yeah, some people's parents are divorced, like my own. I am the oldest, so I had to mature quickly. Some people's parents are still together, so they've never experienced that before. But, like I said, to each their own. But if you live your life in a constant state of complaining and just focusing on the bullshit, I don't, I don't, I just don't see how. You would want to live there. And some people would hear this and, like, literally shut my podcast off immediately because they don't want to change. Because they don't want to admit that they're being negative. That they don't want to admit that they are the masters of their own fate and they can control the way they perceive the world and the way they perceive others. And it's it sucks. It's literally a harsh reality. Oh, my gosh. They're... Are multiple cars driving by this window right now. I literally I can't get a moment of peace anywhere in this state at all. <laughs> oh my gosh, I think there's like helicopters going over. I I'm just gonna talk over it. Ugh, so annoying. Uh well that's kind of hypocritical because I just complained when I have a nice quiet hotel room. But that's a little bit of an example. If you can um while you're complaining, focus on the things you're grateful for Like it right after. I think it'll pull you out of that state of negativity. And it's just such a beautiful thing. And when I was talking about toxic relationships in my past episode, and I know a lot of the things I said were negative about my last relationship, which some things were, and I'm not going to invalidate that at the end of the day, I choose to perceive that relationship as a moment of growth, as a lesson learned, as beautiful moments that I got to share with a beautiful person, but in the end, it just didn't work out. And I swear, I've grown so much in just the past week. And that's not to say that I'm better or healed, because we're healing every single day. And I think that's a misconception with spirituality that you reach this pinnacle of Your highest self, and you reach this uh, epitome of healed, and that's not the truth. You're healing every single day, and some days are better than others. And today, I don't want to get into detail, but uh, today didn't go as planned. And um, I was in a bit of heartbreak for a few hours, and I was basically talking to divinity god the universe whatever you want to call it and just being like like what the fuck like why are so many things unfolding in my life so unfairly and i basically again pitied myself for quite some time until i decided to reach out if you have people you can reach out to whether that's a parent whether that's a friend I suggest doing it. I suggest getting it off your chest, and if not, you need to write it down. You need to journal because bott- bottling it up isn't going to help you. So I reached out to people, and uh, yeah, they comforted. They comforted me. Com- Why can't I say that? They comforted. <laughs> they comforted me. Yes, there we go. They comforted me in my emotional state, and they let me vent. After. I was like, you know what, Hannah, you really need to change your perspective on this. How can you change your perspective on this? And I started telling myself, "You look at you. You are traveling by yourself. This is what you've always wanted. And I know you can't be with the person that you really want to be with right now physically. You're still able to be with them um, emotionally. uh, And you guys are still able to love each other. And it just so happens that I might be able to see this person tomorrow, so high hopes for that. But focusing on today, I stopped and was like, okay, love is love, and distance will not come between that. And um, I basically went, you're a boss-ass bitch, you're independent as hell, and you know that. What can you do right now to make yourself feel better? And... In this hotel room, I moved the chairs, I moved the table, I moved some things around, and I did a new PR on my push-ups, I did some squats, I did some hip thrusts, I did some yoga, and I got all that dopamine rushing, and I I felt so much better, and I started dancing in the mirror, and I took a really nice shower, and I ordered myself some food, and I just got myself out of that really negative dark place of pitying myself. Like I I think it's a I think it's a bad habit of mine. I don't do it every day, but when something bad happens to me, my ego tends to create pity in this pity circle of boo hoo me. And I remember when I was see, my acrylic nail. Yeah, that's bad. I no, definitely not. My audio for sure picked that up. Um, but I remember when I was younger, my mom, (laughs) I was creating a lot of pity around why I couldn't stop, uh, this is, like I said, this is my podcast, so we need to be real and raw, why I couldn't stop purging and why I couldn't stop binging and why I couldn't stop starving myself, and I literally, now there's a garbage truck let's, I gotta talk louder, I gotta talk louder, Um, I basically was like, why can't I change, why can't I be normal, and crying to her, I mean, it had been months of this already, and she had been there for me emotionally, and um spiritually, but I can tell that I was draining her, and uh, it was to the point that I almost got a medical help but uh, thank God I was able to heal myself on my own and I'm just really grateful that I didn't have to go to that length but um, she basically said in a pretty aggressive way I would say and it's not to come for her it is this has been one of the most life-changing moments for me and I bring it up with her often and I say thank you like I needed that because I needed the harsh I needed the harsh truth. And she basically said to me, you know what? I am sick and tired of you pitying yourself. I'm over it. Nobody is going to change this for you but you. It is nobody else's fault that you are this way. I understand that it's not fair. I understand that it's hard. But you have a beautiful life, Hannah. And if you want to change, you will change. And in that moment it really hurt my ego it fucking hurt and I basically fed myself this story for probably two days that my mom doesn't love me and that uh she's wrong and after some time I don't know oh she just texted me right now hopefully she doesn't call me and mess up my podcast but that's okay um that's so weird she literally just texted me right now oh what are the odds manifestation um back to the point though uh so I remember after a few days I was laying in my bed and again pitying myself and I think this was like two years ago three years ago and I was like you know what she's right even if I can't change overnight I need to start taking steps and so I did that um I separated myself from substances that would cause the binges. And now the AC is turning on. Man, (laughs) what a beautiful world. Um, And I uh, separated myself from people that would trigger certain emotions. And I started journaling and I started meditating and I started focusing on eating more plant-based and actually increasing my calorie intake because I knew the issue I knew that starving myself all day was the reason that I wanted to overeat later on and so I made the effort to eat breakfast lunch and dinner and at first it was difficult but I took it step by step and slowly but surely a year and a half later and I was pretty much recovered and I'd say that I'm recovered now and it's not fully gone. I feel like even my mom told me this, that it kind of lives with you forever, but you have control over it. And it's really empowered me in in ways that I couldn't even imagine three years ago. And uh, I wouldn't want it any other way. And in the very beginning, I always talked about wanting to eat normal and wanting to be normal but I wouldn't have seen how strong I am if I didn't get through that and I know some people will say it's silly and I know some people don't see the uh, eating disorder world as a issue but unless you've lived it you, I mean it's a demon it's a demon that fucking haunts you and I don't know even exercise addiction like I had that as well like it's a demon and It's just really bad, dark energy, and a lot of people that never deal with it can, like, they basically laugh at it, and it's sad, but um, all you can do is uh, empathize that they're projecting, and, and in whatever way, it's they're projecting some sort of insecurity of their own onto you that they feel embarrassed about in their life, whether they want to admit it or not. I'm kind of going on a tangent I just feel to talk about what um, is truly on my mind and what comes to my heart and I'm not trying to stay on a specific topic or anything like that rather than to try to change your perspective on things when things get really hard. And sometimes we live in a lens of rage or a lens of ignorance or a lens of selfishness and jealousy and all of these horrible, horrible emotions. But, um, oh yeah, another realization that I've had recently is talking to myself. And it may sound a little crazy, but uh, when I'm feeling really overwhelmed and really stressed... I literally will say out loud, you do not need to hold on to this. You are not your emotions. I say that out loud. You are not your emotions. And it's not that I don't uh, feel the emotion anymore, but I start to become the observer. So it feels like I kind of take like a little bit of a rise out of my body and I'm watching this emotion go on and I'm able to analyze it better and just kind of experience it and not... Create false narratives because, damn, do I do that. Create false stories in my head. I, I'm not sure how many people deal with this. I, I would think a lot. We create these false stories out of just emotions. So let's say someone hurt us. We create this story that they don't love us. We create this story that they never cared about us. We create this stupid story that they're out for us when in reality they might have just fucked up. Humans are humans, and we fuck up all the time, and that's the beauty of life. You fuck up, you learn, and you get better, and if you want to, uh, what's the word? If you want to sit in your, um, your fuck-ups and, like I said, pity yourself and only make it worse for yourself, I mean, yeah, you're hurting other people, but in the end, you're hurting yourself. Um, wow. I've been recording for quite some time now um I hope that some people are resonating with this I hope that I'm able to touch some people's hearts because some people don't have anybody in this world and it I remember being there and constantly thinking no I'm a loner I I don't need anyone I I'm misindependent, Independent, and yes, I am misindependent. I don't know if that's even a term, but I love having people in my life, and I don't push people away anymore when they give love. I, I don't know why for so long I felt like I truly didn't need anybody. And yeah, to a certain extent, you don't need anyone, but having people in your life is such a wonderful thing, and I don't suggest that. You need to be a loner in order to find yourself. People can unfold for you um, the truth. And I've had people recently tell me, like, uh, it is what it is, you know? Like, your situation right now is what it is. It's not what it can be or will be. I had a good friend of mine tell me that the future doesn't exist and she's right like the future does not exist why am I going to create scenarios of the future that haven't happened and basically stress myself out over things like that and that was uh the gateway to a realization and uh I couldn't be more grateful for people like that in my life because I probably would have just sat in that negative thought process but um wow my chair just popped and i'm trying so hard to sit stiff i'm trying so hard um dan have i been recording for this long anyway i just i don't necessarily care about reaching a large audience but i also want to be able to help many people like it's such a calling in my life to help people i i love the uh, i love the feeling and the high of it not not because it like benefits me but i love seeing when people are able to be more joyful and when people are able to take their turmoil and turn it into flowers and grow each and every single day and back on to I think what I was talking about in the very beginning is changing your perspective so if you have um let's say parents in your life that you feel you could have better ones and it's not fair and you don't understand why they treat you the way that they do look at it from a place of, well, I don't need to treat my children like that. Well, now I know how I shouldn't be. Now I know that I can be my own person without the uh, authority of older people. Because I guess yes, we definitely need to respect our elders, but people think that with age... um they are somewhat more wise than you or have more power than you and that's so not true. I mean I've met people that are younger than me that are definitely a lot smarter than me and have more experience than me and have been through more shit than me but I've also met people that are older than me that are wiser than me and I don't think age determines that. So if you do have parents or a guardian that um, is not the best and constantly tries to control you or manipulate you or they do harmful things in your life and you know you're not partaking in it and you're your own person see that as a moment of strength and realize how damn strong you are and how strong you're going to continue to be and remind yourself in hard times of that situation and i promise you that in the hard situations that you go through, you're going to be able to recognize that strength and utilize it to your advantage. I don't know what else I want to talk about today because I want to be able to talk about many things on many different podcast episodes. Although I probably will probably be gone for two months in the future when I do go to Basic. I don't know if I'll ever do a podcast episode about the Air Force because I'm not sure if anybody wants to hear about that. But um, I say do what your intuition calls you to. And I'll say this, the more that you listen to your intuition... The stronger it gets. And I mean, even with like the small things, my intuition is like this little voice in the back of my head that I feel like is constantly telling me what to do. And uh, I wish I could give like a good example. Oh, here, I'll give a good example. So say I'm walking down the street and I'm about to make a right turn and my brain goes, no, make the left turn. If I make the right turn, I basically listening to my ego or to what I originally had thought I would say my ego and uh, a wise friend of mine told me that that's a one-way trip to Karma Town and if I would have taken the left road I could have avoided I don't know a car accident or I could have avoided conflict or I could have gotten to my destination faster I hope that makes sense like so I'm not sure how many people have that little voice in the back of their head because I really hope I'm not crazy. Um, but if you're ever doing something and that little voice in your in the back of your head tells you to do something else or... And it's definitely got to be a positive thing because if not, um, you might want to do a little check on that. But even like like I said, even the little things, like do it. And... When you actually do it, see how correct your intuition is because I can tell you right now. It's usually, majority of the time, 99% of the time it's correct. Um, I'm stumbling over my words at this point. Like, I can tell. (laughs) I don't know why I get anxious. I'm literally talking to a microphone right now. So that's kind of silly to say. But I really feel like I'm sitting in front of a large audience and talking and I'm not a performer at all. I want this podcast to be a place of healing, a place of therapy for not only myself but others. And a place of creating memorabilia out of moments in my life so that when I'm 20-something years old, 30-something years old, I can look back on this and not only cringe because come on let's be real we all cringe at old things we post but see how far i've come and um, recognize my power at every age in my life and know that i am exactly where i need to be in this exact moment and Uh. so one last thing that i want to say is before or when you get off of this podcast episode Take a deep breath, close your eyes, I mean, and like really inhale through your nose, expand your belly. I don't mean expand your belly a little bit. I mean expand it as far as you can and take two to three of those deep belly breaths and say at the end of it, I am. And notice how present you get. There are children running through this hotel right now they are killing the vibe but it's okay because i was getting a little too serious but notice how present you get and um try to inter integrate that into your daily life so if you feel really overwhelmed just say out loud i am and take a deep belly breath and experience every single little thing around you and get out of your head. Do not live in the past. Do not live in the future because neither exists. Yes, the past existed, but it doesn't exist now. And the future hasn't even been created yet, so it doesn't exist. It ha- It's not there. So I don't know if you're outside, take a look up at the sky or if you're around a bunch of people, uh, listen to all the little noises around you or... Just really, really dive deep into the present moment and that's where you should be. You should just be. That's it. You don't need to create a false story for yourself. You don't need to constantly be trying to do the next thing because when you're constantly trying to do the next thing, you never are able to experience the moment that you are in now and that's what life is about is being as fully present as possible and trying to be even more present each and every single fucking day. I went on a long tangent today all over the place. I hope I hit some points with you. I hope that you resonated. I hope that you find some sort of healing because that was a lot of fun. (laughs) That was a lot of fun and I'm getting a lot more comfortable and uh, this podcast just genuinely makes me happy, and I love listening to other people's podcasts. Like, podcasts are my thing right now. I love music, but I'm I'm on a podcast kick. So uh, I hope you have a beautiful rest of your morning, evening, or night, whatever time of day it is for you, loves. Um and I know I always end it with that's all folks, but uh <laughs> I was trying to be like kind of f- not funny, but trying to have like a little label on when I end it. But I don't know if I want to do that. Um if you want me to talk about any specific thing or if you have any questions, shoot me a DM, shoot me a snap or message me on TikTok. I oh my gosh, I always forget to promo myself. I promise you I'll get better at this. So my Instagram is at hannah.horn. My Snapchat is at Horn 111 And my TikTok is at hannahghorn. So feel free to message me on any of my social medias and reach out to me and I will get back to you. I can make a to uh, a what? I, again, I stumbled over my words. I can make a whole podcast episode on that specific topic if you need healing or you feel like you need someone to talk to. Even if you don't want me to make a podcast episode about it, if you need advice or whatever it may be and you feel like you have no one to talk to, I promise you I will be there for you because we all need people in our life that support us in every step of the way. So like I said, I'm sending nothing but love and joy and light and I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day whatever time it is and uh, be present say I am and meditate take deep breaths because you are one powerful motherfucker